Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. There's an endless list of elite fighters that never made it to UFC champion. Some just didn't hit their prime at the right time, or others had that one opponent they just couldn't get past. It has often come up in the sport, who's the best fighter to never win a UFC title? And it's a question everyone has a different answer to. And I thought today we could revisit that subject. But it got me thinking, out of all these guys who didn't win a UFC title, who actually beat the most champions? Winning fights against MMA champions isn't everything, but it is a cool way to see who had a championship-worthy career. Alright everybody, the holidays are here, and of course that means just one thing, it's time to bang out your true classics. As always, they're ultra comfortable, they fit perfectly, and they make for the perfect gift for the men in your life. Or just yourself. From jackets to jeans to sweatshirts, everything they make is designed to fit perfectly and complement your lifestyle. It's all made with premium fabrics to help you look and feel great. And right now, for a limited time only for yourself or anyone you want to buy a gift for, you can get 25% off your first order. All you got to do is go to trueclassic.com slash MMAOP. That's right, discount code for you for Christmas. You're bloody welcome. We love True Classic. They're all premium products, but they all come at affordable prices. If you want to get more than one, you can buy them in packs, three, six, nine. They come in bulk. They've got t-shirts, hoodies, jeans, and they've got some exclusive offers just for the holiday season. But seriously, whatever you decide to buy from them, you really can't go wrong. It's all designed to fit with whatever lifestyle you've got, whether you're going to the gym, whether you're going to work. True Classic are so committed to their products. They have a 100% fit guarantee and a very easy returns policy. So if you're ready to upgrade your wardrobe, use the link in the description, trueclassic.com slash MMAOP. Get yourself something nice. Get someone else something nice. It's Christmas discounts. 25% off your first order. Trueclassic.com slash MMAOP. Merry Christmas. Yeah, filthy animals. I'm Bailey, and from MMA On Point, as always, a quick thank you to our YouTube Hall of Famers. Cheers for all the support. And these are the 10 fighters that beat the most champs without winning a UFC title. First off, before we start, let's get our categories straight. We are only counting major promotion champions from the UFC, Bellator, Strikeforce, WEC, etc. Beating a champion from a smaller promotion like King of the Cage, Sengoku, Cage Warriors, Deep, it's not going to count. So with that in mind, let's start with number 10, Mirko Krokop. Well-renowned as perhaps the best head kick KO artist of all time, Mirko did actually spend a portion of his career in the UFC, so he had a chance to win a title, but in both his runs, the competition proved to be way tougher than perhaps we had all anticipated. Still, throughout an 18-year MMA career, the Croatian sensation has ticked off a bunch of champions on his resume. The first champion he beat was Sakuraba in just his fifth Pride fight back in 2002. Sakuraba had just lost his belt going into that fight. 
Two years after that, and with 11 more fights under his belt, he beat Josh Barnett, a former UFC champion. It was with a weird injury TKO, but he did rematch him the following year and won a decision. Before that, though, he also beat Kevin Randleman and Mark Coleman back-to-back, another two former UFC heavyweight champions. And of course, when he met the axe murderer Vandalay Silva in the semi-finals of the Pride Openweight Grand Prix, he head-kicked the Pride middleweight champion. The final champ Crocop beat, however, wasn't until 2016, where he took on Mohamed Lawal in the second round of the Ryzen World Grand Prix. King Mo was a strike force and Ryzen champion, but that brings Crocop's total up to six world champions that he managed to beat without ever winning a UFC title. Number nine, Alistair Overeem. Given Overeem has had the freedom to compete in a lot of different promotions during his MMA career, it's not that surprising he's beaten so many different champions. He also came close to actually winning a UFC title, but was ultimately finished by Stipe Miocic. The Reem's first win over an opponent who held a title was actually Vitor Belfort in the Pride 2005 Middleweight Grand Prix. Just one year before, Belfort had been given the UFC light heavyweight title after getting a TKO win over Randy in about 60 seconds when his glove cut his eye. Overeem guillotined him, though, in the closing seconds of the first round. Alistair then went on a 10 through Dream, where he didn't face any champs until the Strike Force Heavyweight Grand Prix, where he beat Fabrizio Verdum, who was coming off his victory over Fedor Emelianenko, but ended up looking really bad. In that fight, Fabrizio would, though, go on to be a future UFC champion. Right after that, Alistair entered the UFC and smashed through the former UFC champion, Brock Lesnar, in just one round, and after two losses, he'd take a unanimous decision win over another former UFC champion, Frank Mir. And then, as part of a four-fight win streak that saw him challenge Stipe Miocic for the UFC heavyweight title, Alistair TKO Junior Dos Santos, and then Andre Olovsky in back-to-back fights, which all adds up to six for the Demolition Man. He never did win that UFC belt, but he beat six other guys that did, though. Number eight, Vandalay Silva. Despite all he did for MMA at the time, not many people talk about Vandalay Silva having that great of a legacy. Sure, his time as the Pride champion was legendary, but even then, it gets set aside almost when he has people like Fedor and Krokop to be compared to. Vandy actually fought for UFC title pretty early on in his career, back at UFC 25 in 2000 against Tito Ortiz. He didn't win, and by the time he came back after Pride, his prime years were behind him, so it's not surprising he didn't compete for a UFC title then either but he did beat his fair share of MMA champions, let me tell you. After losing to Tito, Vandalay's first fight back in Pride was against UFC 13 tournament champion and king of Pancrase openweight champion Guy Mezga, and Silva KO'd him in just four minutes. Two fights later, and he was up against Dan Henderson, who was the back-to-back rings tournament champion and undefeated at the time. Vandalay took him to a decision, and Hendo would go on to win multiple other MMA championships after that. Then Vandy took on the Pride champion at the time, Sakuraba, and completely dismantled and dethroned him. After that, he beat Rampage Jack Jackson twice, Quinton would go on to become a UFC champion, and once Vandalay got to the UFC, he continued to beat more champs as well. The future middleweight champion Michael Bisping, former Strikeforce middleweight champion Kung Lee, and even though it wasn't that big back then, I'm going to count the former WEC light heavyweight champion Brian Stan. That all adds up to seven MMA champions that the Axe Murderer fought and beat, even though he never won that UFC title. Number seven, Shinya Aoki. Spending the majority of his career inside Asia is a shame we didn't get to see a lot more of Shinya Aoki competing against some of the best fighters on the other side of the world. He, in fact, never made it to the UFC, despite at times being ranked among the best pound-for-pound fighters on the planet, but none of that stopped him from being his fair share of MMA champions. Let's start with his go-go plata of Joachim Hansen. Back in 2006, the Norwegian lightweight had already been the Shuto welterweight champion and would go on to win the Dream lightweight championship as well, a belt he ultimately lost again to Aoki. 
After subbing Hansen, Shinya beat Geisus Cavalcante in the opening round of the Dream Lightweight Grand Prix. Cavalcante was the reigning two-time Heroes champion. Then in the semi-final, Aoki also beat another Shuto champion in Carl Uno. At the end of that year, though, he also went on to tap multiple organization world champion Eddie Alvarez. One year later, he Achilles locked and ended the four-fight win streak of another Shuto champion, Tatsuya Kawajiri. And he then added a former WEC champ, Rob McCullough, a pride legend in Sakuraba, and a 1FC champion, Edward Faloyan, to his resume to make it eight champions beaten in his nearly 60-fight MMA career. And that's not including the numerous Sengoku and Deep champions he also beat along the way. Aoki never really fought outside of Japan, but he still managed to beat almost every other champion there around his weight class. Number six, Chael Sonnen. Now, I know that everyone likes to say Chael is undefeated as a fighter, but even that kind of attitude technically didn't win him a UFC title. He came about as close as anyone has in his first attempt against Anderson Silva. Unfortunately, his next two chances after that also didn't go his way. But the bad guy always needs heroes to fight against. And considering the level of Chael's trash talk and his actual fighting skills, he's been able to fight multiple MMA champions throughout his career. As early as Chael's eighth pro fight, he was up against a future Strikeforce champion in Hanato Sabrol. He just lost to Chuck in the UFC and saw and took him to a decision victory. But he eventually found himself in the WEC and fighting for the belt against Paulo Filo. He got submitted the first time, but won the rematch, not the belt though, because Filo missed weight. Still beat the champion though. Chael then beat former Strike Force champion Nate Marquardt in a UFC title eliminator. Nate had been on a three-fight win streak, and then Chael fought Anderson for the belt and lost, but immediately bounced back, beating the former WEC champ Brian Stan and the future UFC champ Michael Bispin. After that, he guillotined Shogun Hua to add another former UFC champ to his resume and then went over to Bellator, where he beat longtime rival and former Pride champ Vandalay Silva and another former light heavyweight UFC champion Rampage Jackson. Despite never winning a major world title himself, Chael Sonnen managed to beat eight other MMA champions in his career, which I'd say is another one for the bad guy. Number five, Nick Diaz. Joe Rogan himself said that when Nick Diaz was doing his thing in Strike Force, he was one of the best to ever do it. And to be honest, when you break down his career and look at some of the championship fighters he's beaten, he's probably proved it. It all started with that big upset win over Robbie Lawler really early in his career and in UFC history. Robbie would go on to become a champion in some smaller orgs and, of course, the UFC. Nick then tapped the Pride champion, Gomi, with a go-go platter. Now, this one was overturned to a no contest, but honestly, for the purposes of this video, I'm going to count it anyway, because fuck it, it was a war and Nick beat him. In his Strikeforce era, Diaz got to fight and TKO the former UFC champ Frank Shamrock, and then after him, the former WEC champion Scott Smith. He then followed that up by immediately TKOing and ending the five-fight win streak of the Dream champion Marius Soromskis, capturing the Strikeforce title in the process. Nick then went to Dream real quick and armbarred a Japanese legend and former Shuto champ Hayato Sakurai before returning to Strikeforce and defending his title and beating his rival KJ Noons, who also happened to be the former Elite XC champion. After that, Nick went on to the UFC and was supposed to fight GSP for the title, but had to take on BJ Penn instead. He beat him, and that was another UFC champion on his resume. He couldn't get interim gold against Condit or the title against George St. Pierre, but he still collected Ws from a total of eight MMA world champions in his career. Number four, Fedor Emelianenko. Of course, one of the undisputed goats of MMA would find his way onto this list. It's one of history's great crimes that Fedor and the UFC were never quite able to work out a deal that let him test his fighting skills against the champions in the biggest promotion in the world. But that doesn't mean we didn't get to see Fedor fight plenty of other MMA world champions, even if they were past their primes at some point. 
Just like Chael in Fedor's eighth pro fight, he also took on Hinato Sabrul, the future Strikeforce champion. He gave Sabrul just his third loss ever in 22 fights when he beat him in the Rings tournament final in 2001. After that, Fedor challenged for the Pride World title against Antonio Nogueira and became the new heavyweight champion himself. The following year, the Russian beat two former UFC champions in back-to-back -back fights against Mark Coleman and Kevin Randleman before defending his Pride title against the future rising champion Mirko Krokop and ending his six-fight win streak. Fedor then took on more former UFC heavyweight champions in Affliction, where he fought an older Tim Sylvia and Andrei Arlovsky, and once Fedor finally made it to Bellator, he beat two more when he KO'd Frank Mir and Rampage Jackson, both in the first round. Unfortunately for Fedor, he didn't get to fight too many of these champs when they were on top, but he still racked up nine wins against other MMA champions across his career, despite never being in the UFC himself. Number three, Jake Shields. Despite having what you maybe wouldn't describe as a fan-friendly style and only being in the UFC for four years, Jake Shields has stacked up a pretty impressive resume of wins over his long MMA career. At one point, Jake won 15 fights in a row across a six-year streak with his own brand of MMA grappling, which he used to beat several champions from across the MMA world. His first champion was Hayato Sakurai. He became the third man to beat him after Sakurai had just lost to Matt Hughes in the UFC. He'd gone 18-0 defending his Shuto world title. After losing to Ray Cooper in Warriors Quest, he rematched him in Shuto, Hawaii and won the welterweight title off of the champion. He took a few more fights in Hawaii after that, beating the first ever UFC middleweight champion, Dave Monet, at Rumble on the Rock 8, before eventually decisioning the future WEC champion, Carlos Condit, in the Rumble on the Rock welterweight tournament final. After Condit the following year, Jake would compete in Elite XC and tap out former WEC champion Mike Quicksand Pyle in the first round before heading to Strikeforce, where Shields went undefeated, first guillotining Robbie Lawler in just two minutes in his debut, all before defending his own middleweight title against Dan Henderson, the double pride champion, a year later. Jake got into the UFC after that and he beat the likes of Yoshihiro Akiyama, the Heroes Light Heavyweight Champion, for being the first and one of the only men to defeat Tyron Woodley in his early UFC career before he went on to become the champ. Shields then capped it off by beating Brian Foster once he made it to the World Series of Fighting. Brian was also a former champion, which brings Jake's total to 11. Now, Mike Pyle, maybe not the best example of a champion in the WEC, and he also beat Akira Kikuchi, a pseudo champion that I also didn't really count. So 10 or 11 for Jake, but either way, he takes third place and he beat a hell of a lot of MMA champions. Number two, Gegard Mousasi. One of the always criminally underrated fighters of our generation is the Iranian-born Dutch kickboxer and resident dream catcher, Gegard Mousasi. He was a happy man to fight across multiple weight classes in basically every major promotion that has ever existed. He eventually, of course, did fight in the UFC, but despite putting essentially two title runs together and even being set up for a title eliminator in his UFC debut, he was not given a shot at the belt. But let's go back before all of that to when Musashi was just a daydreaming young man making his way on the MMA pro circuit. After getting a taste of Japan in deep and then in pride, he made his way to dream. Gegard jumped into the stack 2008 middleweight Grand Prix and matched up with Jacare Souza in the final. Both men were riding 10-fight win streaks. Musashi knocked him out in a crazy turn of events. Souza would then go on to be the Strikeforce champ, and that was the first of many that Musashi would beat. After Dream, Gage had found his way to Strikeforce, where he beat the champion Hinato Sabrul to win the light heavyweight title. He then bounced back to Dream for a bit to defend his title there before finally making it to the UFC. The first champion he beat there was Dan Henderson, who he TKO'd in the first round. Then Gegard beat an old-school UFC champ in Vitor Belfort and followed that up with a win over the former champ Chris Weidman. But all of that wasn't enough to get him a shot at the UFC title. So the Dreamcatcher left for Bellator, where he beat the former middleweight champion Alexander Shlomenko before winning the title of the champion at the time, Rafael Carvalho. He then beat the former UFC fighter and Bellator champ Rory McDonald before adding the former UFC champ Lyoto 
Machida and then Douglas Lima to his resume. That all adds up to 11 victories over MMA World Champions 12 if you want to count Sokaju for his time in KSW. Either way, it's a truly impressive number in Musashi's 60-fight career. Before we do get to number one, though, there's a bunch of guys who deserve honorable mentions here. Ricardo Arona was another great pride fighter and ADCC champion who ended up beating six MMA champions across his relatively short career. Uriah Faber often gets called one of the best to never win a UFC title. He also beat five champions before he ever made it to the UFC. King Mohamed Lawal never fought in the UFC, but he sneakily became one of the best fighters around outside of it. He's also got five wins over different MMA champions. And even Clay Guida inside the UFC has beaten five champions from major promotions despite never coming close to the title himself. There's a few guys who got four or five wins as well over champions, but anyone I've missed, you can drop them in the comments down below. All right, number one, Dan Henderson. It's the big man himself, the H-bomb deliverer, winner of maybe more major promotional titles than anyone else, Daniel Jeffrey Henderson, or Hendo, as he's otherwise affectionately known. Dangerous Dan's first clash with a future MMA champion was against Carlos Newton at UFC 17. He fought him in the final and won a split decision. Newton would later become the UFC welterweight champion. Next, in the rings promotion, Dan beat two future champs, Big Nog and Hinata Sabral, in the same night at the finals of the 1999 King of Kings tournament. He then fought over in Pride, lost his debut to Vandy, but picked up a few wins, including one over Shogun Hua's brother Murillo. He was undefeated when he lost to Dan and would go on to win the Elite XC middleweight title. After that, Dan fought the former UFC champion Murillo Bustamante and stopped him in just 60 seconds. He then also beat him again in the finals of the 2005 Welterweight Grand Prix before he took on the former UFC champ Vitor Belfort at light heavyweight. After beating him, he got a title fight against Vandalay Silva for the pride belt and Hendo knocked him out in the third round. And it was around this time Dan went back to the UFC. Once he was there, he beat the leg lock specialist, Husamar Paul Harris. He'd go on to win the World Series of Fighting Championship. Right after that, Dan beat two UFC champions back-to-back, -back, the former middleweight champion, Rich Franklin, and the future champion, Mike Bisping, when he knocked him out. That's when Dan jumped ship again, this time to Strikeforce, where he TKO'd Rafael Cavalcante and took the light heavyweight title before knocking out the pride heavyweight champion, Fedor Emelianenko. The last champ on Dan's resume is Shogun Hua, who he beat in the 2011 fight of the year to make it 12 MMA champions beaten by Dan Henderson. He won a title in every promotion he fought in apart from the UFC, and he's beaten more MMA champs than anyone else, even more than some of those that won a UFC title. Oh yeah, that was a fun one, wasn't it? I know everyone has their opinion about who the best fighter is who never won a UFC title, but after going through this list, you know, there's guys like Jake Shields who just don't really get the credit after doing so much. I want to give a shout out to the editor as well, Max Randall. Thank you, Max. Always appreciate you, mate. You can check him out at Max underscore Randall, or you can go check out his new channel, The Combat Arcade. Always appreciate Max. As always, got to give a shout out to you channel champions out there. You are very much appreciated thank you for supporting the channel guys if you want to join them you can click the button down below or the link in the description anything you got to say about this one anyone you thought that we missed out let us know in the comments down below or give us a like if you enjoyed the video or subscribe if you want to see more videos from us as well thank you very much everyone i've been bailey and hope you enjoyed this one i liked it fun topic i'll see you in the next video